Back here in the fast lane as we start to pivot towards the action taking place over the remainder of this week. We, of course, say that because not only do we have the Chicago Bears-Washington Commanders Thursday evening, tomorrow night on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app, but Liberty hosting Sam Houston State on a Thursday night game, and, of course, a couple of big games on Saturday with Virginia Tech at Florida State and William & Mary at the University of Virginia And our pleasure, once again, here in the Fast Lane to connect with a friend of ours, former Virginia Cavalier coach. Now he is the head man and has had great success at William & Mary, piloting the tribe, including to a four-win, one-loss record to start this year. Mike London, he's back with us once again here in the Fast Lane. Mike, a pleasure to speak with you. We hope and trust that you and yours are well, although we don't say that lightly, especially with the news of uh, of your father passing earlier this year. Uh, thoughts and prayers from us here at the Fast Lane and the Virginia Talk Radio Network to you and your family. And uh, if you're okay with it, we'd love to at least ask you about that and how that's uh, reframed the focus to your season as you guys are off to a four and one start. No, Ed, thanks. I appreciate it. Good to good to talk to you again. Um, I hope your listening audience is doing well. I, I remember those conversations we've had, you know, back in years past. Um, yeah, you, 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 my dad was such a you know pivotal part in terms of why I coach. You know, uh, 25 years plus um, Air Force veteran. Uh, I, I found out that he volunteered for Vietnam twice, let alone go one time, but he volunteered the second time. So, you know, when you learn that about your parent or or, or the significance of having somebody that's been so influential in uh, in your life, then that makes you proud, but also makes you want to continue to try to keep doing things the right way, treat people the right way, and just represent yourself in, in a way that would be an honor to him, you know, being a military guy, a military family. So, you know, it's, uh, you know, you always find your why, why you do things. But um, uh, I, I, I pray to God that my actions and the things that uh, people have, have had a chance to interact with over the years, be it at Richmond, you know, UVA, William & Mary, Howard University, wherever, has been uh, has been impactful, and so um, I'm I'm very fortunate and blessed to be in this profession and and be at a place where uh, you know you're, you're having there's some success that's going on, and young men are or or are graduating, being great fathers, CEOs of companies, and and still staying in contact with all the guys that I've had uh, relationships with uh, relationships with you know at the at the different places I've been the head coach. So and, and living in the 757 area down here where I'm from. You know the Hampton, Hampton, Virginia area, still being close to the seven five seven down across the water, Tidewater, and uh, close to Richmond. You know where I went to school, so it's been been really neat, Ed. And um, you know, looking forward to opportunities to to still be impact impactful. Hopefully, yeah, it's a real neat element to the the game of football. And uh, honestly, it's a conversation we'd love to have if you're open to it. Maybe when you get to the off season, you have a little bit more time to stop and think about it because there's so many layers to what you said in terms of being able to unpack it. Uh, But one of the cool angles to this, and and we'll get into the matchup and the X's and O's in the season for the William & Mary Tribe and the Virginia Cavaliers momentarily, but bigger picture, how much do you appreciate the opportunity to play similar like-minded schools like the Commonwealth of Virginia's uh, UVA Cavaliers and also other schools that are still on the schedule for William & Mary that kind of embody the same type of experience that William & Mary has where it's the student and the athlete experience? Yeah, I, you know, I've, I've been fortunate to have been involved with schools of uh, higher academic learning and achievement in the classroom and, and all the, the accolades that have come with, uh, you know, being, you know, at schools that, uh, that value a high premium on 
the student athlete. And that's, you know, as a player at University of Richmond, that's where I did undergrad work, but also coached there. My first full-time job was at William & Mary back in the mid-'90s when um, Sean McDermott and Mike Tomlin were players here and then had had a chance to, you know, to go and, and be an assistant and then uh, become the head coach at the University of Virginia where my brother Paul played for uh, George Wells, got rest his soul, and then had a chance to be an assistant on Al Groh's staff and just kind of work your way up through, you know, the organization. And then, you know, uh, after leaving there, going to Howard University, being a head coach there and being involved in, in one of the nation's uh, biggest uh, upsets in, in college football in terms of point spreads with, you know, UNLV and, and versus Howard. And then, and then coming back, coming back home here uh, around, you know, my, my mother as, you know, the, the, the past of my father having a chance to, to be here and be, be able to put, you know, put, get in the car and go see her and, and be around her and the family that's here and, and just, uh, you know, love where you're at. You know, be where your feet are at and, and, and have an opportunity to win and, and do it with, again, a, a great, uh, great group of young men and uh, that all want to do well in the classroom, in the community, and on the field. Mike London with us here in the fast lane, touching on the William & Mary experience. It's actually very similar to the University of Virginia and University of Richmond experiences. For you as a coach, getting to William & Mary and being able to assemble the roster you have, just looking up and down it as William & Mary will battle Virginia this coming Saturday, you reference the Commonwealth of Virginia, and uh, there not everybody on your roster is from Virginia, but there's a heavy influence in the Commonwealth of Virginia, or at least within the regional footprint towards the North Carolina or even the D.C. Maryland area. How much have your other stops played a role in being able to assemble a roster that has the academic athletic requirements, but also the geographical proximity that can resonate with a lot of tribe fans and supporters? Yeah, you know, you you rely on the strength of your staff members, and and obviously, as you know, I, I've got I've got several uh, guys on my staff that are uh, that played at Virginia when I was there. Matt Johnson, the passing game coordinator, he's the quarterback coach. He has the PA area; that's where he's from. He played there. Rossi Dallin is my co-defensive coordinator. You know, he played down in the Chesapeake area, the seven five seven. He recruits that area. Uh, Daryl Blastock is my special teams coordinator. He played, you know, when I was at Virginia and, you know, seven years in the NFL. He has the Hampton-Richmond area, uh, you know, and he's done well. And then Kenny Carter is uh, my recruiting coordinator. You know, I coached him when I was at Virginia, coaching for Coach Grow, and and, uh, and he has uh, the Northern Virginia area. So there is a there is a tie to the, uh, the, the geographical areas of, of, of having been there, done that, Knowing the Boys and Girls Club directors, having been in the community, your family name's been in the community. So when that happens, then uh, you know you develop the relationships and the ties that people want to send their son to you because they know you, they know of you. And we've had uh, a, a measured amount of success with even the recruiting here at this at a university that has uh, such high academic standards. When good players, you know, want to follow people or, or personalities or coaches or men. Uh, because of the culture, it, it makes it you know it, it makes it uh, you know a, kind of a win-win. You know, you get guys that that want to want to play football, love it, but also can handle the the academic rigors. We're chatting with Mike London here in the fast lane. You may remember him from Richmond or William or Virginia or Howard. He's now at 
William and Mary, and we're grateful that he's also stepping into the fast lane with us. As you look to the other sideline on Saturday, and heck, have looked at Virginia already and seen what they're trying to put together. They've lost a number of close games to this 0-5 start. A bigger picture, again, before the X's and O's talk on UVA. How much of a, a level of appreciation do you have for what Tony Elliott's trying to do, which is you know on a different scale, obviously, but uh, similar to what you've done at William & Mary and, and put together at Virginia, which is trying to recruit to a different profile and develop a program under different parameters. And it's no shaded other college football programs, but maybe in a different philosophy and approach than what other programs are doing and how that can be a little bit harder to get off the ground. Oh, well, you have to find you know, like-minded individuals that can come into your academic uh, settings and, and do well in the classroom because ultimately these young men graduating and becoming, you know, uh, they'll be much more than a uh, you know, football player. They'll be a husband, a father. They'll, they'll own companies. They'll be a CEO of an organization. And, uh, you know, they'll, they'll be people that, uh, you know, that have moved on and, and, and are becoming an educated man in the 21st century. So, you know, you, you, you have to deal with the elements uh, in the atmosphere that you're at and you embrace it. You know, to me, school is cool. You want to embrace your people that want to, you know, uh, go after a, uh, a degree that, uh, you know, that's, that's sought after and that people look at in a positive way. And, and you create that culture. And you, can, you create the success that you want to have in the, in the classroom that's demonstrated. Had uh, like 50-something guys that recognized, you know, all CAA on academic honor roll. And then you want to you want to try to create a culture where you can win on the field and things like that. So that's happening as well. And you want to have good good people. And, and I, as I alluded to, I have a really good staff that that we I've been around them for for a long time. I practically you know when they were players, you know now they're you know, their men are doing the job here at William and Mary. So so it, it takes it's all aspects, all all kind of tentacles it takes to to, to create a culture that you can have some success and and uh, and that's what's happening. That's what's been happening here and. Very, very happy and proud to be a be a part of uh, you know of the program. Pivoting over to the X's and O's aspect is William and Mary Tribe head football coach Mike London, gracious enough to join us here in the fast lane across the Virginia Talk Radio Network in the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app. You've looked at Virginia on film, and obviously you and your team will continue to dive deep and study the intricacies of what they're trying to do in year two of the Tony Elliott tenure. What stood out about this Virginia team as far as how close they are? Maybe not to being 0-5, which they are, but maybe flipping some of those losses into wins, which you've got to account for on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, you, you look at who they, they, they play, and there's, there's quarters and halves and things like that that, I mean, they're clicking on all cylinders. And, they're, they're, you know, there's a lot of talented, athletic players that can run and then, you know, show their, their skill and their, their abilities. And, uh, you know, sometimes it happens with, I've heard Coach Elliott talk about it. I can, I can, it can resonate in terms of guys having their hats in the right gap, guys being where they're supposed to be. And when, when one guy doesn't do it, then it, it impacts the, you know, the play. A, a, an explosive play occurs, and all before you know it, you know, they convert a third down, and then they're still, you know, they're moving the, moving the ball. So, um, you know, they, they, they got a very talented football team. Um, you know, their, their quarterback situation there with the, the younger guy, I mean, he's dynamic. He's going to be really, really good, and they have the guy that that's that started this past game. He's good as well. So it's just you know it, it takes takes moments and opportunities to to turn the tide, and you're always looking for those chances or that game or that opportunity. You know everybody's dealing with the injuries and who's in, who's out. The next man up mentality is uh, is critical for everybody at this point. But 
you know, like, like I said, you, you, you look at who they have and, and uh, you know there's a lot of really good football players on that football team. Mike Lennon stepping into the fast lane. The flip side to what the Virginia Cavaliers have would be the William & Mary Tribe, obviously your team. You're 4-0, Bronson Yoder, the injury, and then you go down and lose to Elon this past weekend. Uh, how much was that a reset moment for your offense in terms of having to find a way to account for a key contributor falling off? Yeah, and it goes back to the next man up mentality. You know, Elon had been giving up 88 yards on the ground, and uh, we were able to put 307 yards on it, on you know, on him. And but at, what matters is is winning the game. You know, so finding a way to uh, to score, to uh, create explosive plays. You know, defensively, you know, we've been pretty good in the third down situation. They were four of 11. But they were three for three in the, in the fourth quarter, down the final minutes. And so, you know, you, you put in, putting the whole full quarter effort together, that's critical. Um, you know, we we got players that, that have demonstrated performance in games, and we're going to have to rely on you know, uh, you know what they know, what they've done, and come up with a game plan to hopefully go to you know go up in there to to uh, Charlottesville up there and play UVA and be be highly competitive, and that's. That's the game. That's the plan. And, um, you know, I know our players look forward to going up there and playing in that venue. How much do you anticipate uh, both sides having a, a level of hunger differently for Virginia, as we mentioned, being 0-5, but also the the level of, of a team in the focus coming off a loss and how that can reset a team? No, I mean, when you're playing a game and you're keeping score um, and, you know, we're all ruled by the psychology of results. And uh, you know, and I, I know that they they, they want to win. Uh, they they want to win badly. They want to win at home. And and I know, like our players, you know, um, you know, wanting to win, uh, you know, versus an FBS school, and and and, and wanting to have an opportunity to continue, uh, you know, another successful season. And so, you know, that that's that's part of being a competitor. That's part of the the psychology of results. Part of you know people wanting to uh, play in front of their their hometown crowd and. And all those things, and so um, you know, uh, I know Coach Elliott is going to have his team ready to play. Um, hopefully, we'll have our team ready to play and, and, and be competitive up there and and uh, and play well on Saturday. Mike London joining us in the fast lane, head football coach William and Mary Tribe. Mike, um, looking up and down. Obviously, we mentioned the, the injury to Bronson Yoder and the next man up mentality. Uh, Malachi Emo's been the other guy who's toted the rock almost the same number of times that he's carried the ball as Bronson Yoder has this year. All right, first and foremost, his brother or his uncle, Malachi Emo's uncle. Mike played for Virginia Tech back when I was a wee lad growing up. Do you feel as old as I do when you start to see these guys, nephews and sons playing, and you're like, wait a second, I remember when your dad or uncle played. I'm going to say this, it might date me. I'm going to say, what you talk about, Willis? You know, <laughs> so that's the, <laughs> you know, so, uh, you know it, it is, it's kind of crazy how you see guys that, you know, that over the years having been at, you know, Virginia since 2001 and back and forth and, been in the state of Virginia, you know, you, you know, people, uh, you know, people that are coming up and say, Hey, my son is, uh, he's a senior at such and such. I'm like, what? I remember when you were a player. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, it, that's the one, the great thing about being from this state, you know, I'm proud to have played high school ball at Tab high school and then graduated at Bethel high school and gone to college at Richmond and, you know, and, and all those things. And so it's, it's really neat to see, the success of a lot of people that I still know because they they live in the area and now they're having their kids and things like that to watch them perform on the field and be successful. So uh, it is quite humbling, but also it's a 
you know, it's a tribute to uh, you know uh, the, the kids out there and the parents that have done a great job ra- raising their sons. We've touched on this angle of parents and kids both playing football in the Commonwealth of Virginia. We did it Malachi Emo to start it off, but a different perspective is Dre Sean Kendrick, who's obviously from uh, the backyard of where we're based in the Virginia Talk Radio Network, the Greater Lynchburg area, as both. Andre Kendrick, the dad, and Drayshawn Kendrick, his son, went to EC Glass High School. What have you seen out of Drayshawn as he's now a junior at William & Mary and how he's grown and evolved into a key contributor for you guys? Yeah, you know, Drayshawn is is a, a dynamic player that you want the ball in his hands. And so um, he's played almost every position here. You know, been a running back. He's been slot receiver. He returned kicks and punts and all those types of things. And so, you know, when you have guys like that that have demonstrated performance on the field at various positions, he, you know, he's, he's labeled a playmaker because that's, that's what he is, that's who he is. And so, um, you know, we're, we're hopefully get him get him back and going and, and, and 100%. He's been out right now for, you know, uh, for, for, for a couple games. But um, hopefully he'll be back soon. And, and we know that uh, he's, he's one of the guys we rely on to, to kind of make the – the stretch run for the opportunity to hopefully repeat, you know, as a CAA champion. Sticking with that theme, one of his former high school teammates, George White, and how he's contributed. You guys have had a couple with Wilson at quarterback getting the primary looks, and then obviously Hollis Mathis proving his capabilities too. What luxury does that give a guy like George White being able to develop on his own time and schedule and getting acclimated to what it takes at William & Mary, knowing that you as a team don't have to force that issue because you've got a couple of other viable quarterback options? Well, you know, obviously uh, George has done a great job. He knows the guys well. Um, he's going to be a good player for us. But uh, just just having a group of guys who are selfless, Ed, who say, listen, Coach, I'll play any position. You know, we, we go in this formation or this personnel grouping. You can put me in, and, and I'll, I'll do whatever I can do to help the team win. And so I, I think one of the things, after going 11-2 and two last year and early this season, there's a bunch of guys on the team that are selfless and just say, Hey, coach, I'll do whatever you need, and, and uh, that's Drayshawn, that's Hollis, that's that's a that's a bunch of guys. So that's that's kind of been the key for us. Hopefully, we can keep uh, forging ahead and finding guys to put in positions to help us win on the field. But that's what's going on now. Well, we'll be watching to see how it transpires. The goal of getting your fifth win of the year. In Charlottesville, a noon kickoff this coming Saturday between William and Mary and the Virginia Cavaliers as head football coach Mike London with us here in the fast lane. Mike, always great when we're able to catch up with you. Again, we thank you for your time, your honesty, and your willingness to hop on with us today and uh, wishing you the best of luck and hopefully we can catch up again maybe for even longer in the offseason. Okay, Ed, thank you. I'd love to do that, and uh, you know, good day to you and your listening audience. Take care. Indeed, you as well. Mike London with us here in the Fast Lane. That does it for us today. We appreciate Mike's time as well. Fast Lane, Ed Lane, where you listen to podcasts, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, if you missed anything. We're back tomorrow afternoon, 5 to 6, lots of talk, particularly on the Thursday night game between Sam Houston State and Liberty here in the Fast Lane.